Welcome to Insightful Essence, the podcast that uses self-awareness from a neurological perspective. By learning the biological components of our mood, relationship problems, emotion management, and other things, we remove judgment and replace it with empowerment. I am your host, Rosalind Perez, mental health counselor and life coach. Let's get ready to rise above survival. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Insightful Essence. And today I'm excited. We have a guest. Her name is Tiffany Leader. She's a licensed clinical social worker, is the CEO of See the Wonder LLC, a company that was birthed from a place of burnout and compassion for other women that have experienced the same. Utilizing personal experience and her background in clinical social work, Tiffany weaves in concepts of brain health and psychology in her coaching. Tiffany is passionate about helping other high achieving women to eliminate burnout for good. She enjoyed speaking on stage, sharing on social media, and connecting one-on-one to encourage that there is a way of out of burnout to live the life you truly desire with confidence. Please help me welcome Tiffany. Hi, Tiffany. How are you? Hi, good. I'm so good. I'm so grateful to be here with you. I am so glad to have you. I know that we've talked uh, um, mm-hmm. offline and we mm-hmm. always have had this great connection. So I'm excited to to do this with you and to be of help for anyone that can listen to this episode. Um, but tell me, like, what got you into this line of work of working with women who experience burnout? Yeah. Uh, one, it's my own story. So I'll get to that in a second. But two, my heart is that a woman that may be in the same situation or is experiencing burnout that she doesn't have to number one and two that like, I don't ever want anybody to get to where I was. And so as I share, I'm going to share um, a little bit of my story is that I um, started kind of climbing the ladder a little bit in my career as a clinical social worker. I was looking at different opportunities to kind of level up and over my career, I've been at places of burnout, but I would watch people in these higher level positions. It was never really said, but it was observed that your phone is on all the time, that you don't take your lunch break, that sometimes you take your work home and you're just on the go. Like I can visualize, like I can remember seeing my boss at one point, her just like flitting around the office and always having things to do. And I ever, ever, ever having time and like getting time with her was really hard. And uh, so I thought when I was in a position that was higher than what I was doing is that I had to do the same thing. And we talk about self-care in the social work field a lot. We talk about it in coaching too. Um, But I was experiencing like we talk about it, but how often are we actually implementing it and requiring it and or highly suggesting it to ourselves and our colleagues. And so I got to a place where I thought I had to run at the same pace as other people that I was working with. And I started to notice, it's funny because like I started to notice these things that were not okay, but I did not clue in. I was just like, I'm just going to keep going. Right. I'm just going to keep doing it. Yes, it is. I'm like, I know it's not right that I'm like experienced tension in the back of my neck, like really strongly and it doesn't go away. It's not right that I cry every day. Like, you know, you have your times, but I was like every day I was starting to cry 
and my thoughts were starting to spiral. So my sleep was not very good either. And I knew like, it's like, I knew this was not right, but I grabbed the thought it's going to get better. And so I just kept going. I just kept going. Cause I grabbed onto that thought. I was like, it's going to get better. It's going to get better. And I, I started therapy myself. And after the fourth time, my therapist was like, you know, I've been seeing you for a little while, but we've been working on stuff. And she's like, I just have a question for you. And I was like, okay. And she was like, when's it going to get better? And I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, I was like, oh my gosh, that was the light bulb I needed was somebody speaking to my life and seeing the blind spots and saying like, hey, like, what's what's gonna give here like you've got to make changes you can't keep doing what you're doing and that just opened my eyes to see that I was actually burnt out that I was not taking care of myself I had slipped on doing things to support my brain and my body and yeah. something had to change because things yeah. were getting worse yeah isn't it crazy how a lot of times we go through things and it's not until someone from the outside yes. sees or says something that it kind of like it clicks yeah. So hearing you talk, I remember like being on my way to work and I was actually, I remember this conversation, having this conversation with my husband. I typically drive, but that day he needed to drive me. So I was saying, I yeah. think this is me saying to him, because I'm also yeah. a counselor. Yeah. I think I chose the wrong profession. I go to work and I don't feel like the same passion at the beginning. And mm -hmm. I was questioning my line of work and it was all of the burnout that led me to that point. But in that same ride, and specifically that moment when we were having that conversation, we were listening to, to a podcast mm -hmm. and the career coach was talking about how he had this person that studied something related to animals. She loved it while she studied it, but then got into work into this horrible place. And she started mm. questioning uh, uh, herself instead yeah. of the environment yes it's, it's like it was just kind of like a, a a splash in my face I'm like yeah what if it's the environment and not necessarily my career because I love yeah. working with clients so yes do you see this in your practice in your clients oh yeah I think us as women we tend to default and say what's wrong with us yeah. and there's I mean I can rabbit trail on that but I just want to say like we're not the problem all the time. <laughs> we're, ju we're just yes. not. It's like, we don't have that much power to be the problem all the time, no matter what people say. And that's what it is. That's the key is that it's what people say. It's what people expect of us yes. as we can take it globally as like women in general, it's the cultural norms that are in places it's what we see. Like I said, with my story and with yours, it's like, Oh, we were seeing these environments that were unhealthy that had these expectations that were not realistic and that was really it's killing us a little bit at a time and so um I just encourage anybody that's listening that feels like it is you look around in a different way look around and see like how are other people behaving what are the expectations in the job that's required of you do you feel like they are um unrealistic because yeah. a lot of the times they are and when we start asking those questions we're like oh yeah that that isn't right why do we believe that as normal but we believe 
a lot of things that we are, a lot of places and spaces that we're in, we believe it as normal until it's challenged. And I think I was talking to somebody recently about burnout in general. And it's like, oh, it's become a catchphrase. Like I'm burnt out on this. I'm burnt out on that. And we normalize it so much in our culture. That's like, oh, it's just what we do. I'm just going to be in this season. It's just going to be burned out. It's just the way it is. Like I said, it's going to get better. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's going to like have comic cliche. I I, I don't want to use the word hate, but I just like whenever I I talk about breathing exercises with my clients and they're like, they don't work for me because it has comic cliche and it loses the amazing power that it has. Yes, yes. I always say breathing is the number one underrated free tool that we have to heal ourselves. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You are. You are. You and I are definitely on the same. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I have yeah. to go over with my clients on the biology and the neurology behind neurology. Yes. To sell mm-hmm. the benefits of breathing. It's unfortunate that yes. we have to go all through all of that because right. it, it's it's so helpful for the self care right. and actually to yeah. come to terms with our reality because a lot of yes. times we just disconnect and we're yes. just like so an automatic pilot. Oh yeah. I always say like we cut ourselves from the throat and we cut our bodies off. And so we're just up in our head thinking and overthinking and overthinking. And when we get to this place, like mentally of like, I just can't handle anymore. And we're like, what's going on? But we have no idea like what's happening in our body or even how to use our body to help with the mind. Cause there's that connection, that mind body connection that we forget that we have. That's so powerful. Absolutely. How do you, and I know you have mentioned a couple of things that I think could answer the, the question that I'm about to 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 ask. Yeah. But how do you just to kind of like make it more clear to our listeners? Mm-hmm. How does someone get to that point? Like, what can be steps or signs that they can be paying attention to? Say that it's mm-hmm. burnout and not necessarily something like about myself. Not to personalize it. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Um... Practically speaking, I always ask clients, how are you sleeping? That's probably one of the number one things I talk about is sleep and having a sleep routine. Because if you're not sleeping, your brain and your body is not able to recharge and reset like it's supposed to. And like when it comes to the mind, there's a part of the brain that lights up when we go to sleep and it's filing everything that happened during the day into the filing cabinet that it's supposed to be in. So when we don't sleep, we don't get that recharge mentally. We don't get those files in the filing cabinet that needs to go where it needs to go. And so we wake up exhausted and we wake up tired. So that's the second thing I would say too, is you're going to bed tired and exhausted and you're waking up exhausted Mm -hmm. I can remember so vividly being in that place and not even really realizing it again I'm gonna push through I'm gonna do this it's gonna get better but when I look back on it I was so often just purely exhausted and was not getting enough sleep and um I think the third thing too is getting more irritable you have a like a less tolerance of things that are in you and around you. So if you're feeling like it's yourself, um, you could be more intensely um, not compassionate or uh, like irritable about what you're doing and about that inner critic starts going, or you could be um, irritable about your surroundings 
and um i mean hangry is real <laughs> but also yeah. even, even if you're not hungry but when you're in that state of exhaustion our just level of tolerance for things goes really low yeah for me it was in that situation where i was in that job that was so i was so burnt out Mm-hmm. I was in, in the shower just standing there like a zombie and all of a sudden I yeah. started to have a panic attack and I'm like yeah I was thinking about my job and I'm like yeah. wait that was for me and the thing yeah. is that we are counselors but people forget that we're also humans and sometimes exactly. that, that yes. survival brain and a, there's a lot of conditioning yes. and mindset that involves yeah. one to to stay in that and not to right. necessarily catch so I think you've also mentioned a couple of things that we could say to ourselves to be stuck in that position, but what could be other things revolving mindset that would keep Mm -hmm. someone in a place where they're in in burnout, experiencing burnout? Yeah, yeah. I think I like to call them um, limiting beliefs. Okay. So there are thoughts that we grab hold of, like I did with my story of saying like, it's going to get better. I grabbed on this thought that actually wasn't true. The reality was it wasn't getting any better until I was going to make a change, but I grabbed onto it, believed it as true for a season and kept in that cycle until I had somebody sit me down and say, Hey, and so I think we can have thoughts like that that we grab onto of like, I'm not good enough, or I have to be busy because that's who I am. And that's what I do. Or a lot of people in our profession, um, we love, like our heart is like, we love serving other people. We love being there for other people. But when that becomes unhealthy, we grab the thought of like, I have to do this all the time. I've got to be superwoman, and I'm going to do this all the time. And I'm not going to have any boundaries with any of it. And you just keep going in that cycle of like, this is what we're supposed to do. This is what we do as people, helpers and as people in our profession is that we just blow it out of the wall, blow our boundaries out of the water to be able to help other people. And so we grab again on these little thoughts that are like, if you think of them in and of themselves, they don't seem untrue, but the reality is they are untrue and they are hurting us if we keep grabbing onto them. Yeah. Have you heard also people believing that they have no other options? Yes. Oh yeah. It's like, well, this is what I have to do. I hear that all the time from clients and I'm like, you don't have to. Yeah. I love using these words when I have clients mm-hmm. and I don't specifically work with burnout, but it, yeah. it, I think it can be applicable to so many different areas in their lives. And I yeah. said, Give yourself permission. Yes. Give yourself permission because there's so many things that we genuinely believe that we can do, but we never question why. Why can you do it? Exactly. And I think sometimes it's about, um, I just lost my train of thought with that, (laughs) but yes, about give yourself permission and like not knowing like, oh, okay. This is what I was going to say experiences sometimes reinforces those thoughts and things in our lives make us think that it's normal or we have to do it or there's no other way out because we saw maybe a parent or a grandparent do that or we saw a friend or we have a community of friends that that's just what they do and so when you're surrounded by people who think in that way you start thinking 
in the same way. And you're like, well, I just got to push through. And like, for me, I did the same thing until I was like, this is not healthy for me. So. Yeah. And it's so ingrained in our culture and yes. work. However, yes. it's the, there's like that thin line between what hard work is and right. burnout. Yes. Yeah. Cause I think you can, you can have a full plate of working. You can have a lot of things to do and focused work, but you can, you don't have to burn out. You can also have the other side of finding joy and being intentional and finding rest and making sure you're taking care of yourself. Perfect. I, that's exactly where I wanted to go also with yeah. the next question. Yeah. Because I, it's, I'm assuming, right, that it may not necessarily always be the case for people to quit their jobs. It can, yeah. because it can be a mindset. I remember having clients that they would say that they struggle with anxiety and then mm -hmm. they would come for to the session or to, to the coaching um, part to saying that there's something in particular that's causing their anxiety. But then once that resolved, automatically that's replaced with something else. Yes. 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 I was just talking to a client right before we started recording. And that's what I was telling her. I was like, you can get rid of the negative thoughts that you're thinking. But if you do not fill that space with joy, with peace, with positive thinking, whatever you want to put in there that's going to replace that, it's just going to come back tenfold. It's just what happens. And so we have to be intentional of making sure there is an affirmation or a statement or um, joy in that Absolutely. place. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And to raise awareness around that our brain functions by creating patterns and habits. Yes. And if, if yes. I think this way, then I'm more than likely to to find something else and exactly I relate so much with people when when, when I have uh, clients that I work with that they have anxiety that's my mm -hmm. go-to because before come, becoming to counseling I, I used to have panic attacks like so often yeah mm -hmm. and I was able to when, once I started to do the work like you said self-care yeah. and, and going yeah. to therapy and incorporating yeah. not necessarily only the knowledge but in in practice yes I was able to catch my brain like with one concern and once I'm like we're not gonna go there yeah not mm -hmm. have to worry automatically yeah. something else came and I'm like nope yeah. I see no, what no. you're doing no, no, no. <laughs> right <laughs> Yeah, yeah, very yeah. much so. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like creating uh, awareness that yes. we're, if it's an area that we might have been struggling with, then mm -hmm. we want to pay attention to it because our brain has developed a, a go-to to that. Yeah. And even if we change jobs or or move all uh, to the other side of the world, our brain yeah. will go with us. You're exactly. I know. I tell people all the time that's considering moving. Sometimes there is a time and place to leave a job or move or whatever. But I always say, like, make sure you're dealing with your stuff while you're considering moving, while you're planning and all of that stuff, because it may not be those situations. Sometimes it is, but it may not be that that's causing the burnout or that's causing the mental spiraling or the panic attacks because um, there's the stuff that's inside that we either keep inside or we don't feel like we can address or those cultural norms that we're trying to live under. Um, we've got to, we've got to address those things as we make our environmental changes. Yeah. So it, it, it sounds like 
there can be many factors. It can be the yeah. mindset or it can actually be environmental. Yes, very much so. And I think we don't think about that. I think when you're looking at people who are talking about burnout and stuff like that, we forget to talk about, I'm kind of guilty of this until recently. I was like, I've got to talk more about the cultural norms and the different types of burnout that has nothing to do with us. It has everything to do with environment, with society, with culture, even family culture and systems that is causing us to have burnout. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Because I've, I've had, had so many clients too that yeah. they say, I'm doing the self-care, I'm journaling, I'm breathing. Yes. However, I'm not getting better because it's environmental. Yes. Um, how yes. would you help a client to, to differentiate one from the other? One of the other. I think there's a lot of... Um, there's a lot of introspection that needs to happen of like, okay, what's really going on inside of me? And then really like looking at your environment in a different lens, kind of like what you said with that, with that, would you heard that um, interview on the radio and you're like, maybe it's my environment. So beginning to question, like, what do you see yeah. on a regular basis? Are you seeing people talk to each other with respect? Or are you seeing people argue more? Are you seeing people who talk positively about their clients if you work in the same kind of field that we do? Or are they always negative about something's going on with what's happening with clients or what's happening? Or are you having bosses that um, really understand you and are compassionate for you and will go out of their way to help you? Mm-hmm. Or you have bosses that like, they don't care, they just want the numbers type thing and so really looking at those factors um and really evaluating and see like does it align with me does it feel good inside of me to listen to your body yeah i think we caught a little bit there oh Oh, okay there we go yeah we're back (laughs) yeah yeah definitely like you were saying to listen to your body We, we we we're not used to paying attention to what messages that our body's saying yeah yeah because that's something that I learned over my healing from burnout was that I had to listen to what my body was telling me um because there were things that I was accepting because I thought that was the expectation but my body was not feeling good at all and it did not feel good to me I did not feel relaxed in it I didn't feel peace about it but I didn't know that I could do something different until I did I'm so happy that you did take that yeah it can be scary I imagine that a lot of your clients may feel that it's scary to to know something how to function in one way and just to to switch that around can be something different because you're facing the unknown what if I no longer do this what if I uh, end this job yeah yeah I will say even though it may be scary I just want to encourage anybody that's listening the joy and the peace that you have on the other side is a thousand times percent worth it yeah yeah it's so necessary to remind what's on the other side yes sometimes I do it in this way I'm like you know right now what is on this side yeah, right. Like, <laughs> what do you have to lose? Right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Because you could always go back to what you know, but what mm-hmm. if you 
if if you don't take that step right yeah and there's so much possibility on the other side and when we're burnt out we can't see that and that's why I love working with the clients that I work with because I do a section what's called I call it big dreaming and we just dream yeah I was like we just dream together so I teach them how to dream and look at the possibilities and look at the joy and look at like what are those deep desires inside of you and let's bring those to the surface. What's been on the back burner that you want to bring to the front? What are those things you like to do in third grade? I sometimes ask that question because we forget how to play as adults. And it is very much something that we need to help bring joy. So it may not be that you're uh, painting or coloring, which you could do. But I know somebody recently I talked to, she started roller skating again and she hasn't roller skated since she was a kid. Yeah. And it's it's brought her so much joy just to implement that simple thing and learn how to do that again. And so I love dreaming with my clients of like, what could, let's just kind of go down that vein. And like I said, sometimes it's hard when you're burnt out. So I love being kind of the leader in that scenario of like okay let me show you what could be possible and let's start uncovering let me ask you some questions and let's dream together and know like it doesn't matter we don't have to put an outcome attached to it we don't have to know like well how are we gonna get there that doesn't matter like um somebody I know a mentor of mine a long time ago said stay in the wow and we'll get to the how to later but stay in the wow and just see what comes up yeah I love that I don't think I've ever heard of it but I love yeah. it yeah yeah you know, we, we lose that awe and that yeah. opportunity just to, to enjoy so much yeah and that's I would say that's why my company's name see the wonder is because like it always reminds me that uh to look up and see the wonder that's in our world and what's around us and what's within us. Yeah. You shared something very interesting that <laughs> I definitely want to touch base. Yeah. You share a little bit more on. Yeah. Initially, you said that you were struggling with burnout. How did mm-hmm. you get from struggling with uh, uh, from burnout to yeah. living in an RV with your husband and traveling the country? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I call myself an intentional living coach for a reason is because that I realized that we had to be intentional and I had to be intentional with how I lived and how it felt good for me. And years, like I've been looking at tiny houses, maybe RVs, like that lifestyle for a long time, because I knew somewhere inside of me was like, I don't need all this stuff. And I'm kind of like a planet. Uh, I want to like not save the planet, but like I'm environmentally friendly and I want to not put a footprint on the planet. That's going to just suck the life out of the earth because like the earth was given to us to enjoy. And I love it. It's so soothing. I always tell people like, there's a reason why grass is green and the sun is yellow and the sky is blue because those are colors that are to um, heal us and grow us and give us joy. And I love being outside. And so when I met my husband, I was like, well, I just need to tell you, <laughs> like, I've been thinking about this whole like tiny living thing. 
and maybe RV life would be a thing. And he was like, actually, I've been thinking about downsizing too. I was like, you have, okay, I don't even know you, but like, you've already got a checkpoint. In married, the married. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> and so especially when I was going through all of the burnout too, it was almost like a no-brainer for us to do the RV life because we'd been talking about it. And we started our marriage out that way because we wanted to be intentional of how we were living. And I wanted to be intentional about how I I personally was spending my time. And so living outside is part of our living space. And it's so healing. And I knew like being out in the sun is something that I love. And so being able to put a hammock up outside or like if you're getting tired of being inside, we're going to go for a walk or being able to park by a lake and go, go enjoy the water. Like water is my thing. Like take me to any, any water. Like, yes, please take me, give me a puddle if I need it, (laughs) but any kind of water. And there's so much science behind how water is a benefit to our brain and our body. And I realized RV living was going to get us outside of a house and get us out into nature and then go exploring. We love exploring and adventuring and finding. We like to go to the big places, but we also love the little towns along the way that we get to experience people in different unique places and different waterfalls we would have not found if we were going to the big places but we find them by just exploring down these little roads so the life we live is very intentional and it's on purpose for us to to bring joy and release stress in our life I love it so much so much because it's just an example of your living proof that life without burnout can happen you yes. make it happen yes living proof that I was here just where like all of your clients like all the clients yes. are and I was yes. able to shift from that yeah it can be so powerful for people these days that yeah. don't think that they can give themselves permission to to make right. things right and I, I I will tell you it's still a process at times there are some days that I'm like, I still have to do the work that I teach clients every time. I still have to get into that dream space. Oh. I still got to do that mindset. It's never stuff. ending. Oh yeah. I think it's never ending, but I got to that place where I could give myself permission and say, living the way that I was living, is just not going to work anymore. It's just not going to work anymore. And if I'm going to truly live and not slowly die, because that's what burnout to me is it's like we're killing ourselves in a way because we're putting strain and stress on our brain and our bodies and science tells us that ages us and so I'm like I want to live a long life like I desire to live and I desire like I have purpose and I know this on this earth that I do and I want to be able to enjoy life and do the things that uh, bring joy to myself and other people yes. and not live by people's expectations anymore. Absolutely. You'd be surprised mm-hmm. of the faces because I, I facilitate a group. Yeah. Other job that I have and it's an uh, uh, emotion management group. Mm-hmm. And whenever I go to, biology, whenever I incorporate biology, I, I, I love incorporating biology for, because okay. people see it in a different lens. It's so yes. unfortunate that they don't believe that mental health is a real thing. 
But yeah. when you mesh it up with biology, they yeah. see it in a different way. And yeah. when I talk about the biology behind stress and the mm. cortisol and the adrenaline and how it mm -hmm. activates uh, your your uh, heart, your blood, your uh, it, it it creates a function and alterates your stomach, and they go, yes. wait, what? And I'm like, it takes at least 20 minutes to one week for all of that toxicity to leave your body. And people were just like, yeah. really? I'm like. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You're killing yourself. Yes. Exactly. We are. we are. Yeah. And so that is um I think that all I think that often of like I just don't want to kill myself anymore, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I I want to live life that I think innately inside of us all of us uh, want to live a life that we desire. Yeah. And I just want to tell your listeners like you can live that life you can make steps into those direction, into that direction. It may not be right away, but you can take those steps and make those decisions. And before you know it, that life will be there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like you said, it's a never ending job. Yeah. Because we're always changing. We're always going to be exposed to new life right. situations, which is going to trigger us in different ways, perhaps ways that right. we've never worked on before. Yeah, I, exactly. Yeah, the fact that I, and I imagine you feel the same way, the fact that I struggle at some point with with anxiety and panic attacks to the point mm -hmm. of fainting out and, and, and throwing everything up that I ate, yeah. that's no longer happening, but it's because I have to keep doing the work. Exactly. <laughs> because I still recognize my brain trying just to find its way again back to anxiety. Right. Yeah, exactly. And I've struggled with anxiety too. And like the height of the burnout, I was having panic attacks and yeah. I can even now, like, I know now what my body feels like when it's going there. Yeah. And so I'm very quick to be like, okay, like it's time to rest or do a meditation or do the breathing or whatever I need to do to help relieve that stress and then start asking those questions. Like we talked about earlier, like, huh, like what's happening in my environment or in my brain? that is causing me to feel this way so tiffany before we leave i noticed you have a couple of events coming up um mm -hmm. tell us a little more or how, how can people also find you yeah yeah so i have a master class that's coming up on august 23rd at 6 p.m central so i would love to have you there you can sign up um through I have a link that I can give you to for people to sign up or you can find me on Instagram that's where I mainly am at it's tiffany.leader I'm also on Facebook so you can just type in tiffany leader and I think my page says intentional living coach so you can find me there and yeah so I'm doing the master class and I'm hoping to do those on a regular basis so um come like this time we are talking about signs and signs and types and what to do next and awesome. so, so a little so a little we gave a little taster today of those different things um but I'm going to delve into it a little bit more because I realize more people don't realize that they're burnt out than they are yes based on what we were saying yes. and so I really want to be like okay these are the signs these are the types let's talk about what that's going to look like and what to do next so. absolutely yes that's that's why that's the foundation of this podcast to rise awareness because yes. believe it or not we think we know ourselves but we truly don't and it is through right. awareness and information and with professionals like you that we yeah. can just like rise that awareness and become more empowered 
to do yes. something, at least to have the choice whether we want to do something about it or not. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, before we leave, I always ask one quickie question uh, <laughs> yeah. at the end. Um, and yeah. if you had the opportunity to share to share a message in one sentence about burnout, what will that message be? Gosh. You can eliminate burnout one moment at a time. I love it. <laughs> Thank, you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining me. And if you want to hear more information, I will be posting uh, Tiffany's link and information and bio in the description of the episode. Thank so, you so much for having me. You're most welcome. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to help support the podcast, Please don't forget to hit subscribe, share it with others, post it about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. Thanks for listening. Mm -hmm.